What sound is that? I believe that's a Kentucky Owl. And we'll sample some Kentucky Owl Batch 11 bourbon on today's Bold Alpha Weekly Spirits Celebration. Presented by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha Revenant, the five-country fusion of exceptionally aged tobaccos, will immediately jumpstart your senses for a cigar journey that only Gurkha can deliver. Offered in both Corojo and Maduro presentations. Fire up a new Gurkha Revenant today. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. And by Davidoff of Geneva and their Avo portfolio of cigars, including the Avo Heritage, crafted through centuries of traditions. Avo Heritage was developed for the cigar connoisseur seeking a fuller-bodied cigar with strength, complexity, and impeccable smoothness. Savor every note of the spice-laden Avo Heritage. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Today, the owl takes flight on our Bold Alpha Weekly Spirit Celebration from the Corona Cigar Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Cigar Dave, your global five-star general alpha male in chief front and center, along with Tommy Diadio, our resident sommelier, senior executive VP of the Corona Cigar Store and Lounges in Orlando, Tampa, and soon Sarasota. Tommy, Kentucky Owl. Mm-hmm. Wasn't overly familiar with it. Well, this actually was created by Charles Mortimer Deadman. Mortimer. Yep. I mean, you got who names their kid yeah. Mortimer today, right? Well, was I mean, mid, that was his middle name. What's the other famous Mortimer? Uh, From Trading Places. Yes, Duke. Yes, Mortimer. The Duke. Duke. Mortimer yes, Duke. Winthrop and Mortimer yeah. Duke. Hold on. Let me get a $1 bill out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Your, your brother Mortimer's having a heart attack. I don't give a shit. Get yeah. in there and sell, sell, sell. That was a great movie, still to this day. All right, so Charles Mortimer Deadman, 1879. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, so he created the Kentucky Hour Sour Mash Bourbon, and it was distilled, distilled until 1916. And after 16, it was uh, made to be sold to the government, and the warehouse where it was being stored all burned down, so he never got paid for it, so then he never went back to distilling again. So in 2014, um, Dixon Deadman, who was a... Uh, Grandson, yeah. Yep. Great, 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 great grandson. Yeah. Revitalized the brand, which since now he's sold it to Stoey. Oh, really? Stoey? Stoey owns this. And um, actually, uh, Deadman is, uh, Dixon's doing something new, something really weird, uh, different uh, now that he's just started. And um, when he started buying, he was buying casks of this, and most of it was from Bardstown. So when you think of Bardstown, who has juice that's 11 years old, you think of 1792, and you think of Heaven Hill. So the barrels are both bought from there because Old Bartstown Distilling doesn't, I don't think, has juice like that. Right. Like these two do because Heaven Hill's got a massive amount of juice laying down, and so does uh, 1792. So his most famous batches were like batch one, two, and three on right. some of the rise and the bourbons, and they, those go for a lot of money now. This usually retails for about 300 something, 320, 330. You could find it somewhere 289. They, so you took a price decrease because they came out of the gate so expensive. They did a $1,000 retail bottle what? one time. Yeah, I passed on it because uh, it's ridiculous. the batches are kind of like, they're not the same as the first batches. So I don't, you know, you know, Stoli owns it. But I don't know if he's still, uh, yes, that's it right there. I don't know if he's still around doing it. But some of those batches, those early batches got great rated. Even the rye, too, got amazing ratings. 
So, so how much is it now? You said probably two eighty nine to three fifty nine. Jeez. Um, and again, it's not a well known name. You wouldn't. Well, it came out of the gate really strong, where everybody was trying to get it, and there wasn't a lot of it, and the, they were scoring really high in those first batches. Right. Those fa- first batches probably go for secondary eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars, maybe six hundred. Well, this is stiff. On. This is one ten point six proof. Yeah. So this is not a lightweight. <clears throat> no. And uh, you know that's a pretty. You get some butterscotch in this. Yeah, just the aroma. Yep, you're right. Yeah, Not a lot of oakiness on here. Not getting a ton of oak at all. Okay. Let's say cheers, Tommy. As we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month, take a sip. Woo! That's got some serious, serious octane in mm-hmm. here, Tommy. Yeah, because, you know, you remember, wow. well, people don't, what I've told, said before, Bartstown, when you're looking at 1792 and Heaven Hill, it, there literally isn't no trees. So the sun is literally beating down beating in down these on warehouses. Them. Yeah. When you go to Turkey, there's a lot of trees. Right. So that, that shields them from getting, you know, the sun pounding on them. So I, I get the profile from Bartstown where it's more barrel as it gets older. When, it, the sweet spot for them is 8 to 10. 8 to 9 really is, is like the sweet spot. Once you start going over 10 years old at Bartstown, it does get a, little, a, a lot hotter unless you're going low floor. But this is a batch, so you're going to have a... You know, when you're buying barrels, you, there's nothing, you can't say, hey, I want everything from this for. They're, they're going to sell you whatever what do they have. Well, batch 11 mm-hmm. blended using bold bourbons between 10 and 14 years of age. And then they blend it with mature bourbons between 6 and 9. So who knows how much 10 to 14 they put, 6 to 9. Yeah. But this is a very powerful, a lot of sizzle. Yeah. This has got a lot of rye, I think, in here. That's what it seems like, or I could be it, wrong. They're both high rye bourbon, so they probably yeah. have. Uh, but but really, what you're really tasting is a lot of that heat from that bourbon barrel too. Right, spice. exactly. You get you should be getting a lot of wood out of that. Now I'm at a site called ReserveBar.com. <clears throat> they sell this for three hundred and eighty-five dollars. That's yeah, a little high. And they, you can they'll ship it to about twenty-five about twenty states. Is shipping included in that? That's probably why it's three eighty-five. I do Free not shipping. believe so. Yeah. Okay. I do not believe so. But for example, they. Arkansas, Arizona, mm-hmm. Colorado, California, Connecticut, Florida, Indiana, a whole bunch of states. Uh, but I will tell you that this is a very powerful, got a bold finish. Bold start, yeah. bold yep, finish. Yep, yep. This is not for the amateur. Somebody that wants a mild sipping whiskey, forget it. This is someone that loves a big, bold steak, that loves jalapenos straight up, mm-hmm. that wants a very strong, full-flavored bourbon. And again... To spend three hundred eighty-five dollars, I wouldn't buy the pickles. I wouldn't either. I would not. <clears throat> to me, again, there are so many better. Well, I'd say better. I would say that there are comparable full-flavored bourbons and whiskeys in the fifty to sixty, seventy-dollar price point, yeah. hundred-dollar yeah. price point. But this is pretty stiff. You're talking almost four hundred dollars for this. Did you like the Knob Creek Fifteen better than this? I did. Yeah, I did. I, I probably would agree with you. Yep, exactly. How much of this do you sell, Tommy? If it was the lower batches, they wouldn't last on there. It. It, it it sells, but it sells slow. Pretty powerful. Huh? Yeah. Now, next week, we're going to sample. You talked about the Knob Creek. I should tell everybody that you gave me a little sample mm-hmm. before yeah. because we were trying to decide which yeah. of the of the uh, small batch bourbon collection yeah, we were gonna do next week. from Jim Beam that we're going to do next week. So I said, okay, Tommy, just give me a little quick quickie. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to reveal all the contents, but I yeah. will say it's a very, very nice yeah. Nice yeah. bourbon. So we're going to sample that next week. And then in two weeks, the big finale for National Bourbon Heritage Month, 
Tommy, you are going, we are going to select together. We've got about uh, three different brands. We have six barrels that they've sent us samples, and we're going to decide what brand in uh, the next week or so, and then we're going to sample all six for our grand finale show on the National Bourbon Heritage Month. Okay. So, Tommy, give us the brands you're thinking about. <laughs> I'm trying, I can see if I get a knob kit. Uh, can't do a Makers. Four, four Roses? Four, no, that's impossible. Yeah. Impossible. All right, well, we've got, stingy. we got them all coming in. We know that we, we talked to the right people. We'll get them coming in next week for us to yeah. start, start reviewing. So we will make that final decision. But two weeks from today, we will be conducting on the air, real-time decisions, tasting maneuvers, deciding which one of six different single barrels that we will select mm-hmm. to be a big single barrel that will be available at all the Corona cigar stores. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably sell that uh, too. I think there's some states we can ship that to as well. We'll figure that out. Yeah. But I am very excited about that. I know I've gone through the process, and it's amazing how everyone has a unique you know, taste. Yeah. Same juice, different barrel, yeah. different place in the rickhouse, different temperature. It's amazing. No two are exactly the same, and that is the fun of it. All right, Tommy, great selection. A little steep, a little steep. But great selection nonetheless. That is the Kentucky Owl Batch 11 Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. For Tommy Diadio, Cigar Dave, the General, saying cheers. Live it up. Live it up.